It's a trap, you walked right into the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, they'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an you From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the same in the world through lies If they disguise and pass off as bravery Well I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper control That's fucking end of times, boy And we're back with another episode of Bones and Tubbs We're here to give you everything you want to hear and more Yeah uh, we're here in the studio today with a guest appearance by Bones' twin brother. Yeah, the ch- the 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 leading member of the Church of the Holy Salt, Bishop Bones, the sinister minister. He's here with us today. Hello to uh, unaffiliated, but to unaffiliated 100%. to uh, to give the evangel. Yes, um, good about, to have you. Thank you for having me, my son. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see it, but I'm dressed as a priest. Mm-hmm. I'm also wearing jeans because I like to be comfortable. Uh, so speaking of New York, right? Yeah. I know that's going to be used to like, I don't know, kind of like how they had those fires in Australia. What was it a year, year two ago? Where they had God, this, I feel like that was like three years ago. Time flies when you're paying taxes to pedophiles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They had this idea where they had a map where they were going to put a mag rail in a certain area of Australia to like connect various cities. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't because there were too many bush people. And by that, I mean regular folks that just live out in the middle of nowhere and don't don't bow and need any man. Yeah. And uh, how do you get rid of them? We want a mag rail. So I guess you just use a direct energy weapon, right? Yeah. Um, you burn them out. Yeah. And then you make uh, fire insurance not only compulsory, but uh, explicitly too expensive to afford. So then you have to move into the city. I mean, no use crying over a few burnt uh, crispy koalas, right? They got chlamydia anyway. Yeah. So. I saw a funny stand-up the other day. They were talking about uh, Theo Vaughn. Mm-hmm. He was out in uh, Bushland. Mm-hmm. Somebody texted him and was like, hey, man, you need to be careful with those koalas. Because I guess he sent a picture with a koala on his shoulder. He's like, they got chlamydia. He's like, bro, that motherfucker need to wash his hands because you don't know what I got either. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, sorry. They're trying to get rid of uh, Canadian sovereignty at the moment. Saskatchewan has been burning for a, over a month. Some of the fires are bigger than Ohio, where we live. Yeah, it's um, that, and you know, if you live in, you know, basically anything east of the Mississippi, I'm sure you've noticed here in the last like about week, a little now, bit more blood moons, a little bit more uh, haze. haze. Yeah, like I noticed, I noticed it about four or five days ago. Without honestly, like you know, I disconnect from the world. Right. Yeah. But like, as you should. I like, we stepped outside and I was like, and, and the weather was nice. I was like, why the fuck is it so hazy out? And it's yucky air too. Yeah. Like, it looked gross out. And then I, I started looking it up and saw, oh, it's wildfires in Canada. Yeah. Well, um, so Saskatchewan's been burning. And uh, I was watching, I think it's firemap.ca. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to, it might not be the right website. It's close to that, but it's kind of like a weather Doppler. Doppler yeah. radar, where you can go on and see like active fires and then smoke projections. Mm-hmm. And there was like this U shape that came down in between Indiana and where we are yeah. in Ohio, southwestern. And it was like blowing it up to Michigan. 
Mm. But then for whatever reason, last week we had three days of darkness pretty much with this haze. Yeah. And then- uh, Listen, the pictures from New York. Dude. Yeah, that's some biblical shit. It looked like a hellscape. 100%. And then (laughs) that was from Quebec. And if you go online and find out, find videos of that happening from space, all those fires started simultaneously. And they're vast. Canada is a large place. Canada. And Quebec, a region, I believe, it all caught on fire at the same time. And all that shit went to New York. And if you haven't seen those pictures, I urge you just to go to Google and image search New York right now. Because that shit is fucking scary. Yeah. It looks creepy. That's like some Times Square. Fuck. All like fucking. Did you see the Diablo thing that yeah, they had? Yeah. That was fucking epic. Yeah. I'm a, that's what if a, Blizzard paid for that fire? Man, listen, not the <laughs> not the sidestep. Have you ever played Diablo before? You're goddamn right, I have. I've never played it. I don't know nothing about it. It missed me. I'm shocked. Yeah, it like. Have you decided to change that? I don't even know what the fuck it's about. I don't know nothing, bro. Listen, I'm a babe in the woods when it comes to Diablo. <sighs> I think I don't know, man. You understand? You got Steam, my guy. Yeah, I get it. And you're off work for all yeah. a month still. I, well, I only have so many obsessions I can... No, 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 no. You need to do it. Okay. You're a fan of Blizzard. Eh, I would say fan. I'm, Overwatch? I play Overwatch, but... You're a fan of their work? Yeah. World of Warcraft? I never played World of Warcraft. Jeez. You know that. Wow. You know that. I don't know, but you got to try it out, man. It's a great story. But Deckard Kane. It looks in- it looks ah. interesting. You got to understand... You can't start with the new one. Growing though. up, like, uh, we were exclusively a nintendo family i get it but right I mean, so like when, what do you know about windows 98 so we didn't have internet till i was in high school you don't need internet for and we didn't even have we had uh what was it um dude listen was it dsl yeah dick sucking lips or am i kidding dick sucking lips <laughs> yeah. mixed with uh with yeah. an internet provider that shitty it was like supposedly fast i mean it was better than that dial-up trash but i get it yeah yeah, we didn't have we we kind of we were so behind the curve on the internet. We skipped the dial-up phase and went straight into. Uh, I think you should. Sorry, no, you're good. You should totally download Diablo two and start there. Start there, and then once you've gone forward, what's the gameplay style? Is it like? Um, it's overhead third person. So role play, like is it? Oh, like role play style. So I, I might be mixing them like, up. Like uh, turn based. N- no. Oh, okay. No. Um, trying to think what to compare it to. We haven't played Warcraft. Similar to that, you have so you okay. have several classes. Yeah, you have sorceress, warrior. Mm-hmm. It's been so long. Necromancer. Uh, I forget. I think that, that that's what I remember from the the second one. Yeah, and you start out in this town, and there's like an asteroid that fell. Yeah, like there's a prophecy. And what basically is happening is there's like a demonic infestation. There's these little demons that are coming up everywhere, and mm-hmm. you got to go out and fuck them up. And uh, the further you go, obviously you level up, you get more abilities. Mm-hmm. Necromancer's nuts, yeah, because you're like raising the dead. You got a skeleton army behind you. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, golems, goyims <laughs> rather. Okay. And uh, then you, at the end of it, you fight the princes of hell. Damn. And you end with Diablo. Well, then the further on in the story. It just changes a little bit, like better graphics, different characters, different storyline, same type of thing. Yeah. It's so good. Is there like angels and shit too? A hundred percent. Oh. There's parts too, like you are you you go through uh, desecrated churches mm. and like all that gothic kind of, uh, you know, 
architecture. That sounds interesting. Storylines, like you're doing quest lines for the angels. Oh, okay. You go to hell, you go to heaven. Cool. <sighs> sounds like fun. I think you'd like it. I might have to look into it. Yeah. But uh, Speaking of New York real quick, let me get this book out of my lap. Okay, all right. We've got the Holy Bible here. Yeah. The Sinister Mister is about it. I'm about know. to preach to you. Yeah, there you go. So I saw this in uh, New York the other day. Do you think I should adopt a trashy Southern Baptist accent, or should I just keep my regular dulcet lesbian voice? I think you definitely, I wouldn't say don't go <laughs> full ham on the Southern Baptist yeah. by any means, but like. I'm thinking, do you ever meet Frankie, the Baptist church in Gratis? He used to beat his wife. No, I don't know nothing about that. He was kind of like a mixed race. Okay. Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, God. Uh, so uh, let's just start Revelation chapter 9, verse 14. Uh, saying to the sixth angel, which had trumpeted, loose the four angels, which are bombed in the great river Euphrates, which is interesting because the river Euphrates dried up. Yeah. That was about a year ago. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's dry right now. We're just waiting on, uh, maybe they're already out. Who knows? I mean, whatever. And the four angels were loosed, and they were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for the slay, a third part of all men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000,000. And I heard the number of them. And thus I saw the horses in the vision, and then that sat on them having breastplates of fire, of jacinth and brimstone. And the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions, and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. By these three was the third part of men killed, by the fire and by the smoke, and by the brimstone which issued from their mouths. For their power is in their mouth, and in their tails, for their tails were like unto serpents. Huh. Shout out New York. Yeah. So these fires, you know, of course, um, Canadian, the not the whole there's not the whole Canadian government, but there's the obvious ones. That, Kevin Trudeau that are tied to not Kevin Trudeau. Oh, sorry, Just, Freudian slip. Yeah, Justin Trudeau, Justin, Justin Castro. Yeah, uh, blame it on climate change and whatnot. Of course, direct uh, energy weapons are uh, an aspect of climate. It's one of those things where it's like, man, here's the thing, the whole climate change thing. This is, and I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, what I feel, what, where, where my belief system is with this. Mm. I'll never, like, I hate that they use terms like deniers and stuff like that. Yeah, it has you're getting a little suspect. It has connotations, right? Getting a little culty. But at the same time, like, my belief is, yes, the climate changes. It always changes. It's always going to change. There's been times on this planet where this planet was inhospitable to human life. You know, when it was more hospitable, they had a higher CO2. Like... And greenhouse things grew... Green green things grew further north. So, like... <clears throat> just saying. It's, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, it's, it's changing. So, what do we do? Like, I'm obviously... Like, it's one of those weird things where it's like, I'm also a conservationist, right? Hmm. So, like, plastic in the ocean... Is obviously a problem. Bad. It's bad. Yeah. Right. And uh, overfishing uh, species to near extinction. It's bad. Meh. Right. What about um, burning down the rainforest? Well, that's obviously bad. Getting rid of the plant's lungs. They're huge carbon sinks. So what you're saying is bad. Yeah, that's bad. Meh. Yeah. So like I'm, I believe in like concert. We're supposed to be stewards for the planet, right? Yeah. We're supposed to be taking care of it. And I don't think some of a lot of our practices, I'm not, and that, but that's the other thing though, is like you, 
they they want to run roughshod into a new era of energy, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is like, and it, it to me, this is where it comes in as like it's a scam because like they push hard for <laughs> solar and wind, like it's because you have people in those companies that are going to help you. I just right? learned the other day that they need diesel generators for wind turbines. So yeah, and like. I think I think what this was, and I think I've talked talked on the show about this a long time ago, was that I think like the new age leftists <laughs> see they can't the 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 old guard has oil still right yeah but the old guard ain't giving up their oil and they're not giving up their money right so obviously they have to create a new game right and then to, but it, and it's one of those things it's like. Uh, they gotta push themselves. They gotta distance themselves and say, "Well, this game is bad. It's bad. It's bad for everybody." Right. Giving them time to hip thrust into uh, owning coal plants, so we can all have electric cars yeah. in the future. So, and the thing is, it's like, and you know, I hate to ra- I hate to rag on them because I feel like I rag on them too much. Doctor Doug, no, I'm just talking shit. The fucking boomers, yeah. Like they fucked us. They fucked us out of they like listen, their hippy dippy nonsense fucked us out of the golden age of nuclear of nuclear energy. I know, man. It's so gross. Like it, it, it people are like how are we going to be able to we like cuz here's the like they like it, it's one of two options cuz we all know that the solar and the wind is not going to be able to sustain us, right? Yeah. It's it's insustainable. It's in a hospital system. It requires too many resources to keep the power growing as it stands so there's only one option and that's to dial everything back mm-hmm. basically put us in pot like put us in third world Feudalism. conditions right so like it, it, when there's an obvious option yeah. which is fucking nuclear energy shut up racist like it, it, and it, you know and of course like i said i think, i blame the boomers for this shit do you think we could revisit our nuclear episode i mean we could i mean not today but like redo one yeah like, there's obvious I mean, the thing is, like, yes, we've had, there have been instances where nuclear energy, it, we miss, it's had its problems, but the problem, but here, here lies, here lies where it all is, is that, like, understand that most of the events that people talk about or people reference are things that happened, like, a generate, two generations ago. Right, but we missed the mark when we did that episode, and I just, I was looking at this yesterday, and I I didn't have time to talk to you about it, so Nagasaki and Hiroshima, Mm -hmm. right? There was no fallout. Well, okay, so with that, uh, so like with an actual nuclear bomb, right? Um, it's a really good with, bomb sound. With the uh, with the old school bombs and stuff, it's an initial explosion. The radiation is minimal. Now that's not to say that in mm. the initial there was a fallout. There was indeed because basically, right? But they talk you about, could talk about um, talk about that transitory, right? Where it's like there for hundreds of thousands of years. It's not like that. It's it scatters because that's the whole principle. It's a bomb. It's an explosion, right? So it's going to scatter it. Now, like in the grand scheme of things, things like uh, Chernobyl were much more devastating. What about Fukushima? Fukushima too. The what? only person that died from Fukushima was the head of the fucking uh, department who killed himself. Well, but that's the other thing, though. I'm not saying like like Fukushima had an effect. Right, it's still. I'm sure there's still radiation to this day. Right. Yeah, they're still but pouring it not, in the ocean. But they say like, that's because that type of isotope just absorbs into water and it's fine. And, and, and it's inevitably like it's not doing that much harm. Right. 
Now, Chernobyl, that's the one instance where I like... What's different it was with that, though? Okay, so... I'm sure it's different well, than Fukushima okay. I'll based tell, on I'll technology. tell you exactly. I'll tell you... Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. There's a 30-year gap between Fukushima and... Uh, and Fukushima and was, Chernobyl. was 40 years old, roughly, when it happened. And they handled it right. Yeah. Okay? Or <clears throat> handled it better. As they because could. Because <clears throat> I, I'm here to tell you now, like, opinions in Japan... I actually know a little bit about this. Uh, opinions in Japan about how the government handled Fukushima are kind of negative. Mm-hmm. Like they just, they still don't think they did a good enough job, right? Because like um, <laughs> there's a uh, but and then there's others that say they did what they could, right? Like they did with what with what it was. Well, they you know did, something they did was wrong could. because Japanese shame caused that dude to kill himself. Yeah. So, but whereas Chernobyl, where like they took a bad situation and made it like the fact that the soviets were trying to keep it on down low instead of like reaching out and being like we gotta <laughs> they got a fucking history of that that happened recently like a few years ago right well uh, during the obama administration when they had some sort of a meltdown or a leak and it went into europe and like all the sniffers were going off and they're like where's this fucking radiation coming oh, that, from? that was from that was chernobyl that was well. I mean, what you're. T- I think what you're talking about. So because it just happened though. Like, oh, a few see, years I didn't ago. know about that. But like, yeah, that's how the world found out about <laughs> Chernobyl. Was is people at other like nuclear sites in Europe? All of a sudden, their shit was going wild, and they're like, "Oh, are we melting down?" Like one of the plants thought they were melting down, and they're like, "No, we're not melting down." Yeah, this they're shit like, just happened during like Obama. They're like, "Then somebody else is melting down." Yeah, and Russia was like, "We, it's not us." Like well, there's nobody else, Russia. Yeah, who is it? But think of like, like I said, Must it's be been Tataria. it's been thirty years, and you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I hate to say it because people lost their lives, <coughs> but you gotta you gotta break a few omelets or break a few break, omelets to make a couple eggs. Yeah, you gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet, right? Yeah, to figure things out. Unfortunately, like through like human innovation, generally, <coughs> in all intents and purposes, as dark and dim as it sounds, a lot of times the most like. Uh, the biggest leaps might require the largest sacrifices. Yeah. Right. In order to understand the power that we have. Can I um, interject with a song real quick? It's not going to be the full song, but I just wanted to set the tone for the next few statements. Sure. I think you'll know exactly where I'm coming from because we are one and the same. Now, anybody that's listening, um, I would urge them to just kind of uh, take a deep breath and, Relax for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> you feel that? It's a uh, nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're smoking a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Comfortable, right? You feel comfortable? Yeah, yeah I'm comfortable. I mean, you're not like in a recliner, but you're comfortable. Yeah. Do you feel like you're wondering? Can you close your eyes real quick? Do you feel like you're maybe like wandering the, the wasteland? Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about like. Rad roaches or scorpions. You're just kind of like searching boxes and stuff. Yeah. Okay. You ever seen like the TikToks where a guy has like a safe and he like puts a bottle of coke in there, some bottle caps, and like a gun, and he's like, "All right, I'm all ready for it now." Like. (laughs) (laughs) But 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 in all serious though, like considering the leaps and bounds, like especially like. The, the the waste management of nuclear energy, right? Yeah, Where yeah. they've reduced the waste down to such a minuscule amount. They've also figured out ways to use the waste. So 
that being said, that would that would meet the needs of the people. Yeah. Right. But what's so strange is that like I mean you see it today and I think it kind of is a it's an echo of the past. But it, you know how we talk all the time about current events with these lefty fuckers. And, it, and don't get us twisted if you're just now coming to the podcast. We're no fan of like hardcore rightists either. Yeah. You know? Um but these lefties they seem to be a little bit of the sleepy brain. Right? So the lefties were the ones that were fighting against nuclear power, right? Yeah. Because they probably were buying into the propaganda of big oil. It's well, it's, would be my guess. Well, because I wasn't alive back you then. Put it on. You know who you're gonna put it on? I put it on the Rockefellers, the ones that created the term fossil fuel. Yeah, and you know the you know what's ironic about that is that we take this in a roundabout way, real quick. Go so ahead. you mentioned the Rockefellers, right? Yeah. Okay. You take the Simpsons, where yeah, yeah. they spent well, their that's propaganda they spent, in itself. They spent the first like. And they probably still are. The fucking dragging int- dragging nuclear energy. The fucking right? intro itself. Yeah, dragging nuclear energy. Yeah. Right. And I believe Mr. Burns is based on one of the Rockefellers. Rockefellers. Because yeah. he's like big oil. Yeah. Yeah. And in and of itself, like and they've dragged nuclear energy for all these years. Right. And it's like and I'm not saying that if like we, we stepped into the this nuclear age. There shouldn't be oversight to make sure everything's on the 100%. level. hundred percent. Obviously. Yeah. You don't want the shit going on in the dark. No. You know? But at the same time, like, I mean, you, you stifled us because even with, we, we didn't have any alternatives. Even with oversight. Did you see that pride meme that I posted the other day from Exxon? I think so, yeah. It was like yeah. Exxon I Mobil did see that, yeah. in June. Yeah. Uh, and it just had the ocean where it had that oily sheen on it because they love leaking oil. Yeah. But, like, you, even with oversight, you've got East Palestine. Forever chemicals in our fucking Ohio and whatever else, all the way down to the Mississippi. So there's always going to be a worry of these things, but like public sentiment needs to shift towards nuclear. Yeah. In order to save itself. I think like a few things that I'm about, yeah. like shifting towards nuclear, I'm about conservation. Yeah. I think one of the coolest innovations in the last decade, and I think it's only going to get more interesting as time goes on, yeah. is 3D printing. Oh right? yeah. Like have you seen like the the 3D printed houses and stuff like mm-hmm. that? I think that shit's great. Super great. And not only do I think like it would be like in the grand scheme of things it's going to be better for the environment. Like 3D printing in general, all of that stuff like I think we need to lean hard into that shit. If we're going to reach some sort of sustainable level, like go nuclear, lean 3D into print. 3D printing. Yeah. Cuz like uh, it, it, when it comes, well, they said you can make a fucking house for a family of like three or four for like less than thirty grand with that yeah. shit. And those houses look tight as fuck. They yeah. look like Star Wars houses. Exactly. Like they're all like domes and shit. Yeah, and they look cool as hell. You know what comes next after three D houses? What's that? Just as a byproduct of what has to happen. Okay. Lightsabers. Oh man, don't even, don't even, don't, don't tease me, bro. Don't do that to me. So I'll tell you the only bad thing I love. Um, I like to take things dark, but we got to talk about it from all aspects to be balanced, fair and balanced, like Fox News. Um, <laughs> the three D printer is great, also for freedom, mm-hmm. because in countries where guns are illegal, and you've got, uh, did you see that Syrian video? Not from Syria, but I think it was a Syrian refugee in the UK stabbing anybody he can get a hold of in a park. Hmm. He was trying to kill a baby, yeah. trying to kill a mother. End up stabbing some guy up, hmm. and I've been I've been going autistically through all these videos on t- uh, Twitter and posting. Looks like gun control works. Yeah, but with a three D printer, you can print off a fucking Glock. 
Yeah. You can print off a fucking just think assault if, rifle. If we lean can't be controlled. I mean, as we speak, they're leaning into the tech, right? Yeah. And I think that could be 3D printing in and of itself, like, it could it could be a lot of things, because it could also be our liberation. It's the right? pioneer age of that thing from Star Trek. Because think about it like this. If, like, and people are already doing it to an extent. It's just the technology has to catch up, where people share <coughs> schematics and stuff like that, yeah. right? open source. Like, open source. Yeah, everything's open source, for the most part. Like, you could find anything, 3D print it, right? Yeah. So, like, imagine, if you will, like, and this could work, this, this can be applied to the third world as well. Mm-hmm. Like, say, you're... Like in the you're living like in a, a remote village or something. Do you think Africa could 3D print water? Well, they could 3D 3D print pumps. Yeah, piece by piece and make water pumps so they could have water. Hundred percent. Do you think it's uh if you like looked at maybe like a historical example? I think like 3D printing is like the pioneer version of the replicator from Star Trek. Oh, d- definitively, yeah. Like, it is. Right now we're using like plastics, polymers, and metals. Or but like eventually they're gonna figure out a way to use like cellular shit. Oh well and that's it. So that's that's that was the next part when it comes to 3D printing is medicine, right? So like yeah, fuck. I heard about this a few years ago where the idea <clears throat> of 3D printing tissue, right? Mm-hmm. So you would no longer like uh uh like say you lost a hand in an accident. Yeah. They could literally 3D print. Are we talking like a Luke, Luke Skywalker accident? Let's say, yeah. I mean, if lightsabers get invented, obviously the the amount of hand injuries are going <laughs> to go came up first, exponentially. The lightsaber or the hand? Do you think? Yeah, they're going to the hand. <clears throat> people losing hands and people losing limbs because they're fucking with their lightsabers too much. Yeah. Um, the Bobbit scenario would have turned out a lot but different. Like they could literally take a tissue sample from you, right? And a 3D printer can literally clone your cells mm-hmm. by 3D printing them. And giving you a new hand. Here's a hand, bitch. Yeah. Or an organ. Yeah. Or an eye. Hey, looks like you've been going a little heavy in the sauce. Here's a liver. So, so those are potential down the road. Like, or even I've heard the idea floated, like, at least initially, when they get to that level, being able to, uh, <clears throat> like, for skin grafts for, like, burn victims and stuff. Yeah. Being able to, like, basically, like, put them in a fucking 3D printer and the printer just fucking... Puts yeah. new skin on them. They're like, going to look back and be like, remember that time you got three degree burns on your face and we had to graft your ass and put your ass on your face? Yeah. Ass face. You don't do. have to do that no more. No, you don't. We just 3, 3D print you a whole ass new- We scanned your forearm. New face. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to put your ass on it. Now no one will have to call you ass face anymore. Ass face. <laughs> <laughs> but like lean into that shit. Lean into conservation. I am, like I said, I go back. I am a very staunch conservationist. Like, we probably need to stop using the fucking, uh, you know, herbicides and stuff like that. Yeah, forever chemicals or endocrine disruptors. You know, trying to find a more because I understand. Like, uh, you know, I grew up with farming, so I understand that, uh, uh, you know, weeds and stuff like that can really inhibit growth. Shout out grandma tubs. Yeah. So, I feel like. It, it, here's the thing. The pro here lies the problem is more than likely I'm saying like we need to innovate. The things that need to be done probably already have been, but they get stifled. Oh yeah, by fucking tech or oil or whatever. Because it's not their way. They don't have the rights to it. They don't have the patents to it. And anybody that tries to like uh, diverge from that path gets shut down. So this brings me to something else real quick. Um, I, I want to apologize 
to the listeners because we I feel you can disagree with me if you want. We haven't talked about it yet, but I think we made a mistake in previous episodes. Okay. I was super excited to see Bud Light lose $27 billion in market cap mm-hmm. because of their political choices. Yeah. Right? But this is all a part of cultural Marxism. We're playing into the same machine we were just talking about that stifles innovation and all this shit. They're trying to make us kill our own society. The only people that actually suffer from Bud Light losing market cap are our neighbors. The yeah. people that drive the fucking delivery trucks. The yeah. people that work in the factories. The people that own the stores. Listen, I said that before. The, the guys at the top already secured the bag. They could right. care less. And they're going to continue to secure the bag through that ESG bullshit. But I, I felt bad for it because I, I was way too excited. And I shouldn't have been. I'm sorry. Well, didn't I say in the last episode when it comes to a lot of this shit, you just don't give it your energy anymore? Yeah. You just kind of like, you shut it You but shut it off, man. With that comes the question of how do you actually hurt these people to make them take their bullshit grooming mentality somewhere else? And that goes the same for energy. Like, we're talking about the best thing we could do is move forward with safe nuclear energy and quit using fucking bullshit technology you know, yeah. fucking gas and all this shit are moving into their control system, which is what they're offering us through force eventually. I think it's like, what, 2025 or 2028, they want to have uh, gas cars banned in a lot well, of places. Well, California, theirs is like, yeah, it's like 2030 or something like that. Like, but they're done. You think about COVID, or you think about these 15-minute cities in the UK or Canada or wherever. Like, once you go electric, they'll be able to shut your car off. It's the same reason why they're trying to get rid of natural gas, because they can shut the power off. Yeah. They want you to have an electric range. So once you go into this fucking uh, consumer credit score, and they're like, listen, Tubbs, you've uh, been buying a lot of meat here lately. We're going to have to carbon offset your fucking air conditioner. And also, why are you driving to these areas? Yeah. Like, if we're going to shut your car off, or we're going to limit your battery. Yeah. Like we're moving into a fucking digital prison. That, well, and that's when the thing. we could be going towards freedom. It, it all, like all of this shit, all this stuff they propose, it's it, it, you know it's crazy because they always. And the thing is, like, <coughs> if people only understood, like if like like if you're left leaning or whatever, understand for a minute, please understand that these policies that they come up with. They're not going to change. They're not going to affect things enough to actually make an impact. Yeah. This is about control. 100%. It's not like... Because that's the problem. And this is why I almost don't even want to blame the leftists. Because leftists, naturally, to me, they are more empathetic. Mm -hmm. Right? To a fault. To a fault. To a fault, exactly. Because the, the, the politicians beseech them and say, we're doing this to save generations to come. We're doing this to save humanity. They use emotional mind control. Yeah. And in reality, it's just a power play Yeah, to control. Now, do you think that leftism in itself, because I kind of drew the comparison earlier with uh, the reason why they were anti-nuke, was because they were weak-minded and they fell in line with big oil, Mr. Burns, Rockefellers, whatever you want to call it. Do you think they've always been weak-brained, strong-heart weak-brains? Because, I mean, honestly, the more I think about it, like, I'm more left than I am right. I want personal freedom of choice. I don't care what drugs you do. Yeah. I want to be able to come home and smoke a joint. I want people to be able to search for whatever medical care they find. I want people to have right of choice in their bodies. I want. I don't give a fuck if gay people get married. You know? I don't care about any of these things. I hate war. 
I saw a TikTok the other day, I think exemplifies what you're trying to say. Basically, the guy was saying, like, we've been told that this war, this social war, right? Yeah. Is between the left, right. No, it's like, divide and conquer. Well, okay, so here's what, but you're right. But what I'm saying is, is that he's like, that's the war that's been presented to you, right? Yeah, it's your option that they give he's you. He's like, the real war, and when you look at the political spectrum, right? And you see, like, you know, you have the, the four squares, all that stuff, right? Can't do this Imagine anymore. that in your mind's eye. He's basically saying, we've been told this is the war. Right. But in reality, the war should be between the top and the bottom. 100%. Authority and libertarianism. The 0.1% versus the 99 point. Like, you know. well, well, free, well, authority and freedom. Yeah. Right. So, like, anarchy that's, and that's control. That's what the, because the, the thing is, both sides, whether you're left and right, they're still about control on one way 100%. or the other. 100%. Like, we saw that be, with the debt limit. You know, whether it be like, like, let's take case in point. Like, you know, you have the left with their 15 minute cities and their all this stuff. But the right also has, like, oh well, we're going to. They're so married, though. Trump even wanted fifteen minutes. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, well, and that's the thing. There's not much difference between them, but at the same time, like, they're all about authority. Wolves in different color clothes. Because, because, like, where you let's say, like, DeSantis, for example, yeah, who like you mean Bush for this this culture this he's he's got this war on culture going on, mm-hmm. right? And it's like to me, like. He's going so hard. It's still authoritarianism, as far as I'm concerned. Hundred percent, right? Because, but uh, on the other end, like it's hard. It's hard to de- glean like what's right and what's wrong. Like banning books from schools and blah 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 blah. Like, see, that's where I go a little right though, because I just saw. I don't know if we talked about this last night or not, but did you see the the Biden um, executive order that was passed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they're protecting these books. The books now that they're talking about. Like, I'm not about burning books or banning books, but I do think that if I'm going to pay tax dollars to send my child to a publicly funded school, he shouldn't be presented with pornography well, in the way, like, we can't go, I can't bring genderqueer over here and read it and put it on YouTube. I yeah. can't show the pictures because it's pornography. Yeah. Let me, it's child porn. Let me posit to you this, um, that, just lost my chance. give me one second. Positing. Let me posit to you this. Um, the old adage that the pen is mightier than the score, sword, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when it comes to this type of literature, or any literature for that matter, most of the literature, I would <clears> say, <throat> I mean, there's some that are obviously are like so soft-soaped, like I wouldn't care. Like no one's going to sweat their kid reading green eggs and ham, right? But if the pen truly is mightier than the sword, some books require guidance it's just like gun training right like yeah, you wouldn't give you wouldn't give a kid a gun and say have fun right you would know you would want it like it's with my oldest I guess, son i guess the problem is though the fact that they're telling these kids not to show their parents like the state is actively trying yeah, I to end your yeah, bloodline that's gross that's gross but like they're grooming but like these books require <laughs> the proper guidance like if your kid comes to you with with um let me just give a scenario. Your kid comes to you with a copy of Genderqueer. Yeah. He's like, Daddy, I want to read this book. What do you, what do you, how are you approaching that? How old's your kid? Let's say they're mine, mine, like 10, like my son's. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I mean, part of me wants to say I'm not going to allow it. But the other part of me, using that pen is mightier than the sword, 
would say that my tongue is stronger than government oppression or bottom surgery or forced fucking but inoculation you, of let's hormones, just say, and I'm going to I'm going to do, I'm going to trash it. I'm going to read it to him, but I'm going to trash it. I would like I said proper guidance or right offer them an alternative. Now, not a hero of mine, but a fucking right wing uh, psychopath, Matt Walsh. He did that book uh, Johnny the Walrus. Yeah, good book in my my estimation. You know, it's a child's book. It talks about a kid who pretends to be all these different things, and one day he pretends to be a walrus. And then uh, all these people, like, I guess the mom posts a picture on social media, and, like, there's a backlash of these people talking shit because the mom thinks he's pretending, and then she's so confused, and she takes him to the zoo. Or, I'm sorry, she takes him to a doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, you're definitely a walrus. We gotta keep this up. We gotta keep this going. Yeah. And then she takes him to the zoo... And talks to a fucking wildlife expert, and uh, they see the walruses, and the dude's like, hey, bitch, your son's not a walrus. <laughs> I'm going to, like, I think with that whole, with a lot of the gender stuff and all that stuff, I think inevitably down the road, I have, I'm optimistic. I see it. There's going to be, like, I think. I hope that the backlash is I think enough I, to kill it. And I think that's inevitably what's going it's, it's to happen. Is but think that, about. Can we just have a moment of silence for all the people who fell for it and now cannot be fixed? Like these kids that went through the uh, the fucking hormone therapy, they'll never have an orgasm. Yeah. Their bloodline, listen, this is a fucking rainbow mafia attack on your bloodline. Yeah. Not your kid, your bloodline. Yeah. How many thousands of years do you think we came to this point and these motherfuckers purposely... Well, you mentioned it yesterday, and I think it it, it it inevitably has to be said. Like, I think I'm not saying all, but I think some in the in the in the community have decided that, like, well, we can't replicate ourselves, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Because so obviously, if we can't replicate, we can only recruit. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're gonna do. Talking about the gays. Not just the gate. Well, like, let me clean it up. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, I was I was referencing an episode of Owen Benjamin's podcast on Rumble. I mm-hmm. urge you to check it out. It's fantastic. But he, he was talking about Ted Cruz. And the episode I think is called like Ted Cruz simps for big anal. You know, like he made it like big oil. Yeah. But he was talking about how Ted Cruz had tweeted or made some sort of a public statement about how I forget what country, Uganda or somewhere, had made the death penalty... Uh, now optional for these um, homosexuals, right? But what he what he was pointing out, Owen Benjamin was pointing out, it's not gay people that they're going after. And he he even drew in the line that I really liked about Muslims and Muslim yeah. countries. You know, we always hear about gays being thrown off roofs and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not the truth. What's true is in these countries, you can like you and I. Right? Yeah. We could decide, you know, we've been friends for a long time. Right? Yeah. yeah. Probably more than one life. Mm-hmm. And we could go over there and get a, a cabin and we could fuck each other. Yeah. If we wanted. Yeah. They leave us alone. Yeah. But the second that you go outside and try to like pass around some pamphlets or prolesthetize your shit in the public square, then you're recruiting. And that's not okay. Yeah. Well, they can't replicate. They can only recruit. And they can either do that by showing this information to to feeble minds, uh, in, indoctrinating them with sex early in life, whether it's pornography, or showing them sex, 
or raping them. And they're talking about killing the rapists. That's all it is. Yeah. I think um, <coughs> the problem lies, I think, and this is why I say eventually, I think a lot of this will die down. It's because um, it's almost a fad. And that's because um, when it started being uh, obvious that they were targeting children, mm. I think that's when people finally like, Massive were like, yeah. fuck, fuck you. no. And and because here's like the problem, kids are impressionable, right? And you know, and it, I can agree and say that like kids, um, when uh, approached with it, will be raised by a village and not a family, right? Like I think that like that's the natural inclination, right? But here lies the problem. Like uh, I think this is where I have the problem is that like. That's true, but at the same time, when these cocks, when these when these politicians are talking about you know that the village raised the kids or whatever, yeah, like they're not talking about like they're not talking uh, about they're not talking a community of like minded people. They're talking about the government. They're talking about the government and corporations, and that and is their no marriage. Good. That's no fucking good. They're talking about fascism raising your children, and and the problem is is like I think someone brought it up where they, like kids sometime in their life they might go through some sort of gender identity crisis right like sometime in their youth might I mean, have this inclination shout out del martin chris wilder <laughs> but they they might have that inclination but more often than not like they get most of them get over it but the problem is is that they're catching them in this vulnerable moment yeah and they're 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 giving they're them, making them they're giving them the option for permanent change exactly and that's the problem when you should be holding that and shit off. And that's why the biggest threat to these trannies, it's what's funny is like you see the, the terms that they use, transgenocide, right? Mm -hmm. The biggest threat to trans people are themselves due to suicide. Yeah. I mean, by statistics. They're more likely to kill themselves. Well, considering here's considering the rhetoric that they've geared, they've started steering towards here lately, <clears throat> that statistic might it might end up changing because like the more you talk about, well, we're going to get what we want through violent means. If that's what it takes and blah, blah, fucking blah, send it, bitch. Uh, you will, you, you will, we will deliver. Can I be, uh, can I make you uncomfortable? Go ahead. With an actual fact. Sure. You know what the second largest threat to trans people are? What's that? Basketball Americans. When they find out they've been duped. Well, I, I would go on to say I wouldn't even. I mean, that's a fact, though. I'm just I saying. think I think across the board, I think you'd say any like that's probably the case for regardless of race. Uh, the case, I, I mean, like think about it like this: if you went out like, I, and we've seen this play out, and I don't think race is that big of a deal with it. Well, I mean, that's just a but when we've seen this play out, right? Yeah, and you have somebody who's tricking somebody, which, as far as I'm concerned, like if you're like going on dates with somebody and they wait until things are intimate before they, they reveal that they're not who they say they are. Whoops. <laughs> then to me, as far as I'm concerned, that's rape. Yeah, it's rape. You're goddamn right. It's rape. You withheld the truth. Right. And, and that's the thing. Like, and cause you downplay, like understand, like if you're if your identity is important to you under, and that's the part I don't think they're understanding. If their identity is so important to them that they want us to 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 uh, to fall on our bellies, right, and do what they say, right, they have to understand that it our identity and what and what we want in life is just as important. And the thing is, is a lot of us what they would what what uh, 
you know, I'm going to punch myself in the face. Cause I always said, if someone said it to me, I'd punch him in the face. Um, that cis people, I'm gonna do it again. Oh, God damn it! Why would you use that term? Because I, because that's because I'm trying to like explain it in Don't their use terms. Don't speak, bro. You've read 1984. Okay. But you get what I'm saying, Straight though, right? People. Straight people, heterosexuals. Yes, there's a term for it. Straight people. Fuck Newspeak. Uh, you know, it's kind of important to them. <clears throat> Us. Uh, what are they? <laughs> What was that 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 uh, term they had that they came up with like super hetero or something like that? Yeah, like because even now by the terms of the rainbow community, hetero you could still be something, right? Yeah. But super hetero, right? Um, can we can we pause real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I gotta piss. My fault, and we're back. But like I was saying. And, and I think, to an extent, that's what most of us are asking for anyways, is respect, mutual respect, right? Yeah. Because the thing is, it doesn't feel like they respect us. But don't you think that that is a sign? I mean, okay, so this whole Because, pod, this because whole if podcast, they really did respect, if they respected the idea that, like, nor, like straight people, uh, like, we hold certain values important to us, right? Wouldn't you, like, if, if respect was mutual... Instances where, like, you know, like I said, where you've gone on multiple dates, and then when it's time to get intimate, that's when the revelation happens, and then violence happens. Like, knowing that's a possibility, wouldn't you, like, tell people that? Like, like, because understanding it's important to, to you, right? No. It's important to you, right? Yeah. So, so obviously, not- and you... And and on the other side, us trying us respecting what they present themselves as, right? It, it, like I said, it should go both but, ways, right, but, but it doesn't. But you're this is uh this is you using your emotional intelligence and not your intellectual intelligence, right? I'm, it's, it's not it's not a it's not a it's not a quid pro quo in that way. They don't respect us. That's why they've that's denigrated. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it feels like they don't respect the us. system. It's a cultural Marxist takeover. They're trying to eradicate. The white race, <coughs> heterosexual relationships, and Christianity. That's all they want to do. You see it in every Western country. You don't see it in China. You don't see it in Russia. You don't see it in the Middle East. And these are the people that are constantly barraged as enemies, right? While they're also trying to fucking get your kids to get a sex change. Like, yeah. to me, it's 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 evident. In, in the world of emotional intelligence where we could have a society where you know everybody is a melting pot and we all respect each other and we like you and i don't care if people want to be trannies or be gay or whatever but they don't they don't reciprocate yeah they want to come after our children to ruin our future generations yeah the same reason why they're flooding western countries with low intelligence or low iq violent fucking minorities. Oh, man, you're going to have to cut that no, out. No, I'm not, because it's a fact. Man, I don't... They've just started releasing stories about this shit. They're not sending the best and brightest. We're not helping people. We're not getting huddled masses. We're not getting the poor and downtrodden. It's a military Soros-funded attack on Western society, as evidenced by that fucking UK video I showed you, or told you about, where the guy's just in the fucking park stabbing motherfuckers. Like... For no reason. He's not even high on drugs. He's just attacking white people. Like, we've reached a point where it's, it's too much. It's, it's the elephant in the room. 
right? For a long time, we didn't want to call it what it was, I think. You don't have to attach yourself to this if you uh, want. This is on me, but that's how I feel. That's the freedom of speech, and I don't know how it's going gonna, it's gonna to lay with people, but you can either agree or disagree. But, I mean, they've gone after uh, Christianity. Not only that, but they've ruined, they've came at it from a, a Napoleon Hill outwitting the devil aspect where they've ruined a lot of these churches directly from the pulpit. Okay, yeah, as I say, like, to but, like, me... They're, like, they're, they're in every aspect. It's like a lot an of, acid that's a, seeped into every pore of what we created. A lot of the reason why Christianity is failing is because <clears throat> of Christians in and of themselves. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. They started from the pulpit, and now they're working through the congregation. And I don't care if you're religious or not, but what I'm saying is they're coming at it from every fucking aspect. Every part of life that you traditionally enjoy from your childhood, everybody feels the same way, at least in that, that our society is not what it was in the 90s. No. Or before then. I mean, that's as far back as I go. I was born in 87. But, like, they've just been shitting on everything. Every single thing has been ruined. And it's a, it's a concentrated effort. And we're just now reaching the point where it's blatant. They're literally coming after your children in the public school system. They're literally coming after your religion. They're literally coming after you, trying to change terms, it heterosexual does, or straight to cis. It does feel... It's militant. It does, like, where, you know, like I said, it goes back to them reaching out and saying, like, appealing to our humanity, <laughs> right? Yeah, our emotion. And, like, saying we want equity, mm -hmm. right? We want equality. Da, 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 da. They have that, um, but they're a protected class. Now. Well, yeah, they don't have. There's, yeah, we have equality. We don't have equity. I'll tell you that right now. But the the problem is, is that a lot of this quote unquote equity just feels like revenge. The, um, the doesn't it though? Yeah, it does. The, like it, it, like it feels like, like it doesn't feel like the most. Like we're all, we're all one. It feels like you're trying to push us down. They're trying to take over everything. Like, but they're does, using. Like, and, and again, to go back to the point you didn't like about low intelligence, but they're using the low intelligence aspect of our society, low intelligence, low emotions, and uh, like low drive. These people that just sit in a dark fucking basement and don't do shit and they piss on each other and they do all this. It's, it's sodomy. It's sodom. You know what I mean? They're literally trying to replace and obfuscate the beauty that we've created through thousands of years with nonsense just so they can make more money and get more control they're moving us into feudalism listen like a, you're gonna own nothing and you're gonna eat those fucking bugs and you're gonna love it because if you don't we're gonna fucking kill you <laughs> uh yeah it, it just i mean what do you disagree at all i mean i want to hear because i think that we've reached a point here herein lies the problem now i can't speak i'm not going to speak on europe but when it comes to migration in the u.s Right. the The problem is, is like I feel like we have to, we have to like it's one of those things where it's like like all these people are moving here. Why are they moving here? Well, they're not even Mexicans. They're moving here because unless you understand and have read up on the histories, our country, not us personally, mm. right, but our country <laughs> has been interfering in South American and Central American affairs for a long time. But the CIA and, and this, well, but you get what I'm saying, yeah, though, right? Yeah, like but it's yeah. And and we cause these problems, these countries, and some of them are trying to solve them. Like I think it was in Ecuador, right? Have you heard about this? I have. Okay, so this guy. There's a whole rant worthy of this. Ecuador 
has been one of like because the U.S. not only has the U.S. been fucking around, but we've also we created their crime problem, mm -hmm. right? Because we were pipelining people back with, back to Ecuador, right? Criminals, and um, <coughs> and so the Ecuadorian president builds this super prison. It's like forty thousand inmates, right? Yeah, it's huge. I bet it was a fucking shithole. Uh, no, it, this is a brand new facility. No, I meant like it was just a shithole. Like but they now, threw like he's, the worst of the worst. In the last like three years, this dude's made crime go down. We're talking about like having numbers, right? Yeah, because he literally just locks up all the criminals. Like, and and maybe in the grand scheme of things, it's not like <clears throat> it's one of those things where you wonder if the the means justify the ends, right? Because like I don't think super prisons are the answer to the solution no. but at the same time i think that was a show on adult swim i think i think at the very least it's a means to uh kind of let the like put a hand down let the dust settle a little bit so we can figure things out right like so so they can figure things out like figure out like is this what we want to be right and but the problem is like i said the us like probably I'd say 75% of the problem of of why we have so much migration coming up this way has to do with shit that our fucking government, our government did. Well, you can go through the rants, right? And, and, and the thing is, Since at the end of the day, like you talk about <coughs> like allowing things to happen. Like it's like we could say all day, it wasn't us. It was our government or it was the CIA. But in the grand scheme of things, it was our money that we gave them willfully Listen, that let those things happen. So again, how is it not our fault? We're going to take it back to a pre-episode, a pre-show conversation. And we can blame, I'm going to blame the boomers, right? But honestly, it's us as well because we are just as ignorant as those fucks, right? Yeah. Because we're allowing what's happening today to happen the same way they did, except they were more opulent and they had a fucking different society. But, you know, from the 50s on, there is a fucking direct correlation from every military interaction that we have on the books. Our government has used the military every time. You could find a country, right? Yeah. Sudan. Uh, which one did you just say? Uh, anywhere in South America, Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah. All these countries that we had military action in had a direct benefit to an American company that wanted to go in there and do some shit. Yeah. Big sugar. Big, I mean, anything. We've yeah. talked about this before. Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> now we're reaping the benefits. But this is all planned. This is a fucking giant conspiracy <laughs> that we are now having to live through. Yeah. The end game of. Yeah. In order for them to shut down society, give us a, a non-saving amount of money. Every month you'll get your federal, your fed.coin, but it won't save. They're moving us into a fucking digital prison. Yeah. Right? How do you stop it? Right now, we can talk about it. Yeah. But we can't talk about it on YouTube. Yeah. We can't talk about it on Facebook. We can't talk about it on Instagram Live. We can't talk about it in the public sphere. Yeah. So they're already clamping down. I mean, this whole cancel culture and everything, like, the, there's a reason why they're putting these pornographic books in children's schools, but we can't talk about them in public. That should be enough. And this is where I'm going to go back to Owen Benjamin again. But he, he was kind of, uh, you know, and it's funny because it goes both ways, but he was he was raising up the Muslim faith. Mm -hmm. He's like, you don't see this shit in Muslim countries because if they come out in the public sphere and try to fuck with your kids, you're flying off of a roof. Yeah. And the problem is solved. 
but this coming from a guy who did a stand-up comedy special where he stood up on stage during uh, some sort of a, it was like during one of the terrorist times, like 9-11 or whatever, mm-hmm. and he came up and he was like, hey guys, Muhammad, you know, piss be upon him. Mm-hmm. Piss. Yeah. Not peace. Yeah, yeah. But now he's coming around now to this whole thing, and he's not wrong. You know, I don't agree, like, innocent people should never be killed, but if you were trying to, this is where we're failing. Have you talked to your son about this? No, no, he doesn't ask me about it either. That's not what I mean. What I'm saying is, he's conscious. Yeah. And he is now having time in school with these people who we really don't know. Yeah. You only meet their homeroom teacher, right? Oh, no. You, at the school he's at, we go around at the beginning of the year and meet all the teachers. Okay. Right. Do you go through the library at all? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Do you think there's any chance? Like, have you? I mean, has it not occurred to you? Or maybe it's just me being overly protective. Here's, here's, like, here in lies where I believe, okay, when it goes back to, like, really grinding back down to, like, less oversight on federal and state level and having more community-based schooling. Yeah. Because, like, to me... Like, first thing I do, get rid of the Department of Education 100%. altogether. Yeah. And let states deal with... Fuck them. Let states deal with their with their, uh, with their their schools. States right? or even local municipalities. And even then, like, even on the state level, it should be loose. Like, each community... Because, like, as far as I'm concerned, like, if a community has decided they voted on the school board, they want those books in the library, let them. But, but they should let I, them know that they're there, but right? But also, I believe in school choice. Shouldn't so, so, be- like, so, like, if a school has those books... You could be like, ah, no, you're not going there. You're going here, right? Like you, like you get what I'm saying, like a hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, like they don't, they don't allow us that information. You know how you've seen those videos, I'm sure, on TikTok where it's like the First Amendment auditors, yeah, and they go and make cops look like idiots, yeah, because yeah. they try and trespass them from a public sidewalk or a yeah. public building. Schools are public buildings, yeah. Shouldn't there be a time where we're allowed to go into the school and wander around? I mean, maybe not during a class day, no. but like I want to go in and see what's in the library. I, I mean, I, I'm I think a, also they should have an ability. You remember how they did during COVID, uh, the digital classrooms? Yeah. Why shouldn't there be one or two webcams in every classroom that the public can tune into? I, I mean, I to an extent, I agree. The teachers um, say, like, well, the kids need privacy. The fuck they do. I think, I don't know if video would be apropos, considering, you know, it would just be a playground for pedophiles to sit there and li- like it'd be their version of chatterbait i get it too there should be some sort of a thing maybe audio audio i'd be fine with something you know what i mean like there but, should be a way that at least especially imagine if you were a kid right yeah and you had to think about your dad your angry ass dad watching or listening to you you yeah. never know if he's actually doing it but maybe uh, we wouldn't be playing I, I, doom i'm 100 percent on board with transparency maybe we shouldn't be playing doom on the english teacher's computer yeah i'm 100 percent bored with transparency right yeah. Like if you I don't see a problem with you being like I would like the full list of books in your library. Mm-hmm. Right? And then gladly printing it up for you. And I mean, fuck, I'd be even cool like you go in there and they're like, "All right, that's going to cost 5 yeah, bucks. Pay for it." Cuz you're going to have to pay for it. You already paid right? for it, but I'd like, be willing to pay for it again. Cuz you're about to blow a ream of paper yep. on every book that we have in our school. All the paper you bought was bought by taxes, but I will give you more money just to have a copy of it. Yeah. So then in in the grand scheme of things, you know, you have this copy of all the books in their library. You can go through that list and find if there's anything on there you see you don't like. You could even break it down to what, because, you know, teachers have books in their rooms, yeah. right? I want to know every bit of literature yeah. that you're exposing my child to. 
Like, I think transparency is a good thing. Yeah. Right. And like I said, I'm, I'm all about like, if a community decides they want those books in the library because they voted on, uh, school board members and they determined this who they wanted, then that's okay. I'll tell you another thing too. These school board meetings that you see the videos of where they ended up weaponizing the FBI, we should also get rid of the FBI. (laughs) Yeah. I think. But just go back to the marshals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've got an organization, I mean, I'm not going to go into the whole Ted Gunderson thing. You can look that up yourself. Yeah. But the fact that you go to a school board meeting and you try to challenge these motherfuckers and they sit there like upon high as if they're your rulers. Yeah. Motherfucker, you work for me. Yeah. Fuck you. We elected you. And then they send the FBI after you. That's fucked. Yeah. And that should end immediately. All of it. Like I would wipe the slate clean of it. They, yeah, the I would say like yeah, the, these people are out of their goddamn minds. Tubs. The FBI needs to be flushed out. <laughs> Fuck Jay Hoover and his because, cross-dressing ass. Because it it, is, it should be blaringly <coughs> obvious to anybody out there that it has been politicized and it has been weaponized against. Like it, it, it's not about one group or another. Because obviously it isn't. Because they could sit there with a smile on their face and say that. Like, they're not tracking Antifa because Antifa is not a terrorist organization. <laughs> Fuck they're, you. They're, yeah. And all that. And it's like, and they say that shit with a <laughs> shitting green on your face. The and you're same, like, the like, same cunt. That right there should tell you everything you need to know. Like, you're going to have, like, and, and it's, it's a military it's not that operation. I'm, it's not that I'm against it, right? I'm totally for, like, you have organizations like the KKK and stuff like that. Yeah. Fuck it. Infiltrate them, right? Figure out what they're doing, right? The same thing, but but the thing is, you got to match that energy with any other organization out there. Yeah, that is you can't be that biased. Is, that is geared towards causing harm on another group in America. They are a fucking rainbow army right now, and this is um again, I, I've been called out for whatever reason multiple times, probably by robots, but like uh, they keep saying it's not Marxism, but it's definitely a cultural Marxist takeover. They're using Marxist tactics. It's Marxist tactics. Marxist tactics. Tact. Jesus Christ. Tactics, in order to take over. <clears throat> now I don't. Tell me it's not Marxist tactics because it's been used for a couple centuries now. Where like if me and you have differentiating opinions on something, and to like and we're having a debate, right? And you immediately shut it down. Like you browbeat me by saying something like, "Well, you're just a white shut up racist. patriarchal piece of shit racist." Like using those terms, that's browbeating. Yeah. Right? They've done Marxists have been doing that for a fucking century now to sh- to silence the opposition, right? Yeah, 100%. Because because those words to them are magic words that automatically allow them to win any debate because they could be like, well, I'm not going to talk with this racist anymore because I'm not giving them the time of day. Yeah, you're going to use a fucking forbidden word, a forbidden term, and try to like just it's absolutely. It's kind of like the real uh, world equivalent of spellcasting. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's um. What? Who was it that said the quote? Um. Find who you cannot talk about, who you cannot criticize, and then you find out who your master is. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who said it, but that's pretty important. Yeah. I mean, that's why we don't talk about Jews. But, uh, again, all the things I say, uh, we, we should have a, like a Marfugel uh, intro. Like the, the views of the callers should, you know, but instead of callers, it should be like the views of Bones are not the views of Tubbs. <laughs> oh, man. But I think that about wraps it up for us. All righty. You got anything else you want to talk about? Just um, I want everybody to stay strong. I will say this. I heard a thing the other day that kind of uh, gave me some spiritual insight. I'm a man yeah. of God after all. 
It was uh, good of Bones to let me sit in today. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm Bishop Bones, not Bones. Yeah. Man of God. Um, unaffiliated with the Salty Cracker. Yeah. Everybody should check out the Salty Cracker on Rumble and YouTube. But so they're talking about, you've, you, you've heard the term, and I don't remember the the Bible quote or passage, but um, we fight not a war of flesh and blood. We fight a war of spirits and principalities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So they were talking about communication. Mm-hmm. And through demonology, there is a um, belief that when a low-level demon, like you hear about the, the crown princes of hell mm-hmm. and the hierarchy of hell, right? Yeah. They have legions of demons. Yeah. In this mythology. Yeah. And when a low-level demon gets a man and a wife to fight, husband and wife, mm-hmm. or friends, yeah, they are promoted, mm-hmm. right? And they were talking about communications. Angels constantly try to communicate the word of God to you, mm-hmm. but they do it in a still, quiet voice, a whisper. Yeah. And most of the time, we don't hear it because we're so fucking busy yeah. with life, raising children, work, yeah. paying bills, hating the government. Demons, on the other hand, are more intrusive. The intrusive thoughts, the heavy ones, the ones that make you feel emotions. They're constantly in your head, running around. I did an experiment where I asked for confirmation that, like, just it was a silly thing to you probably. I don't know, to everyone. But, like, like, give me confirmation. I want an angelic communication. I will still my mind. I want to hear it. I want to know that my father is still... A thing, uh-huh. a spirit, a consciousness. Yeah. And I was listening to a podcast while this happened, and I was just kind of zoning out of the podcast and putting this prayer out because that's where I heard it. And immediately as I said that, the guy on the podcast started to whisper, and he was talking about fatherless homes mm. and fathers who meant well but didn't do well yeah, and would do better next time. And how they failed their children, how they still love them. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, mm. man. I mean, yeah. I understand there's like, I don't know. Yeah. There's things that happen randomly that aren't uh, related, but that seemed pretty apropos. Yeah, it happens. So sometimes, would- sometimes it's like, to me, like to, to glean the machinations, right? Yeah. It's like staring into a thunderbolt. Yeah. You, like, it's 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 almost it's so quick and so fast. It's, Not paying attention, you miss so, it. But so powerful and overwhelming that you might not even catch it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, you might have just caught the side. But, but every great once in a while, get that a hit. small piece of like the works, like comes to you, right? Right, and you have and you get that aha moment. It's it's so small. It, it it in minuscule, but then it happens, and then you feel it like in your heart. Yeah, that's when you do listen to your heart. Hundred percent. You know, I would say that we should end the episode by telling everyone to stop what they're doing, take a breath, say a prayer. Yeah, you know, I understand because I was that guy for the longest time that hated religion. Mm-hmm. Hated. I mean, I still hate religion, mm-hmm. but sit down. Mm-hmm. And just listen to the small, still voice in your life, and hopefully it gives you a better outlook or yeah. a better situation. Don't fucking be of the world. The world fucking hates you. Yeah. 
and the world wants to fuck your kids. <laughs> you know? Well, that's where I'll leave it. All right, well, I hope you all enjoyed the show. We'd like to thank Blood the Brave. Blood the Brave, anarchist rapper from Indiana. I almost said Indiana, Ohio. <laughs> Indiana, he's on YouTube. He's on Twitter, at Blood the Brave, a.k.a. Carl Reese. He's also on Bandcamp. He does our intro and outro music. Check him out. There's ways to get a hold of us. We are on Twitter at Bones Tubs. We are on Instagram. We don't have a Facebook because... Fuck them. Honestly. We're going to be starting up this new channel on uh, Rumble, uh, Church of the Holy Salt. Mm-hmm. We have uh, longer form conversations available at bonesandtubsgmail.com. Yeah. We'd like to thank you for all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you tune in next time. And between now and then, we hope you stay safe. Take a deep breath. Listen to the still voice. We love you. We really do. The thing about the bad thing about being honest and straightforward and doing that is people know where you stand and they take try to take advantage of you. They take advantage of your good nature. They take advantage of the fact that they know that you're a good guy, you are a straight shooter, and that you're not going to retaliate on them when they fuck you. Well, folks, most of the time I believe that's probably true. But God built me to be here to prove to you that what you have been doing for God knows how many years is wrong. You picked on the wrong man. I'm not tough. You hear that? I'm not that strong. They rolled up in all black. Yeah. Windows have crashed. Yeah. Scoping out the scene before they attack. Had they on bad guys in most people's eyes. Most trust them with their life because they got a badge of tie. Gifted a position given to them by a system. I set it all up to put the kids in the prison. This is non-fiction, non-violence. It's just listen. They got a mission to imprison your mind and soul. This ain't nothing new, but we survival with soul. That don't believe in myself, but believe what we're told. And we're all molded by a machine that gets in your dreams. Keep getting your gut and keep your self-esteem And I've been stolen and told who I should be But I'll never conform, I was born to be free It's a setup, and never let up From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause they're selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth It's a setup, and never let up From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage It's a setup, so keep your head up Cause it's selling all that doubt with every word that the mouth Giving numbers of birth, yeah, that's a fact Deny it if you want, but I'll do the math I face facts and understand how to overstand the plan With my mind intact, and I got more than a plan I got hope and belief, dreams and faith And know damn well, that's what they want to take It's a weapon, it's a weapon Fear is aggression, and they plan it in our minds To the point we can't find a way out a way in, and anywhere you go, you'll see how many men over there and everywhere. They're armed and prepared to do whatever it takes. They don't play fair, that's a jump out, boys, with the plastic toys draped in all black, ready to bring the noise. A setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause they're selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth. It's a setup, and never let up. From the cradle to the grave, they got you in the cage. It's a setup, so keep your head up. Cause they're selling all that doubt with every word at the mouth.